Good morning, little brother. It's early break with Zip and Jay. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, back here from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana for Big Ten Media Days. Our coverage on the ticket sponsored by Gary Michaels Clothiers, specializing in tailored clothing for men. Gary Michaels will help you look and feel your best in Lincoln at 56 and Pine Lake, as well as Ben Bleicher, a professional realty group with BHHS Real Estate. Contact Ben Bleicher and his team for all your questions on buying and selling real estate in and around Lincoln. Call 402-419-6309 or go to prg-ne.com. Again, we are uh, we are uh, live on Media Row here at about the 37-yard line at Lucas Oil Stadium. I am by my lonesome right now. <laughs> I was going to say, not, do you not see anybody? Here, like, so I'm going to look around right now. So, again, let me tell you. Give me the. I'll get to John in a second on the phone. Yep. Hang on, John. Um, so... <laughs> I'm just like on this. I'm probably where a player would be standing during a game. Let's just go with that. Okay. okay. Like, if I look around right now, then there's people are like getting some stuff set up in the middle for the pod. I, I'm probably seeing like 15 people at the most. Okay. Right now. So, so it like, was it was just unlocked this morning early. Well, here's the deal. I had <laughs> I had to do a lot to make this happen. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's walk us through it. Uh, I'm not going to go into full detail. So. <laughs> be nauseating but <laughs> i had to make sure I, I was told i could come last night and check in and that was not the case so okay. i got here really early today <laughs> and I, I had to contact the lady i said hey um i have a radio show at 7 a.m and you guys don't open until like 8 30 he's like yeah um we'll get you we'll get you in the northwest stadium so i had to park nick i you know how much stuff i have to carry <laughs> yes here, right? i do i've got you know and i'm by myself doing it by myself I, you know, I carried our, our ticket banner flag. I, ta- you know, I, I hauled all of our headphones and our, our speak. I had to park at the south gate and walk all the way around to the northwest gate and carry all that stuff the whole time. <laughs> and then I had to, like, check. You know, I got this fake little, you know, this temporary badge until I get my actual credential at 830 this time, 730 your time. Um, but, you know. We make plays. We just we don't complain. We just power through, and that's why we're here, Nick. Right? Yes. That's how we do this. All right. Let's get a call from John, who's been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four six four five six eight five. John, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, extremely jealous where you guys are at. Uh, it's that time of year. Um, I guess I just had a I had a point. I'm just looking for Nebraska this year. Uh, we got a bunch of assistant coaches, and I know we all talk about recruiting, things like that. My question is, can they coach these kids up to play disciplined football? I think we've lost games year after year after year because, quite frankly, our team's just not disciplined, whether it be an offside at a bad time or Cam Taylor-Britt catching a punt in the end zone or Adrian Martinez missing a crossing route. Let's see if the guys actually play disciplined football this year. So. Now it's time for the coaches to earn their pay and uh, coach these guys up. So, anyway, that's my take. Have fun today, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you for the call, John. Uh, you can always call or text 402-464-5685. I mean, discipline's been a big thing, Nick. I mean, yeah. and, and this team is – we'll get to Cole in a second. This team is, is talented. Like, they've shown – they have talent. I mean, last year they had two second-round draft picks, Cam Taylor-Britt and Cam Jurgens, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, JoJo Doman was a draftable player. He didn't get drafted, but he was draftable. Um, but they, it wasn't 
I mean, they didn't have the, the most talent, but they didn't have by the, the least talent. Exactly. They had more talent than Illinois and got they were down 30 to 8 in that game, or 30 to 9, whatever it was. Uh, oh. You know, they blew out Northwestern because they put, you know, they, that that's what they could, when they had it all clicking, they showed they could mm-hmm. be really good. Third quarter and, against Michigan. Right. They Again, they, they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. They played clean football. They didn't have penalties. They didn't have bad, untimely turnovers. It's just all stuff. I mean, I don't know if, if it's going to be Mickey Joseph or Mark Whipple or Don, you know, or Donovan Raiola. Who, who, if you can eliminate just the small errors or Bill Bush just like that. But like they, they're closer than, than people it, think they are, yeah, right? I, or am I, I just being optimistic? No, no I, think, I agree. I agree. Close and, to being respectable, I mean. In the start, at the start of the show, I mean, you asked me, you were like, you know, what are you thinking about right now? And, and I was like, you know, I don't know how much we're going to be able to read or, you know, get out or take away from what we hear Scott Frost talk about. Because believe it or not, Jake, I watched the 2021 Big Ten Media Days on YouTube last night and Scott Frost talking and – it's probably going to be a lot of the same stuff that we hear today, unfortunately. And and it's going to be one of those things that, unfortunately for Nebraska fans, we're in a position where you're just going to have to wait until the fall to see if it actually pans out, if it if it's actually working. Because we've heard about how good this thing has looked behind the scenes for, for so long, and fans are just ready. I think ourselves included, you and I, Jake, we're just ready for it to be shown on Saturdays. And when it's all said and done – that's all that matters. It does not matter what you're doing in practice if it's not translating to the field on Saturdays. So, um, you know, are we? How much are we going to be able to take away from Scott Frost? Probably a whole not, a whole, not a whole lot. But it's going to be something that we we haven't been able to talk to Scott Frost in in however yep. many months. Right, we have. Let's get a call from Cole on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four six four five six eight five. Cole, you're on early break from Indianapolis. Go ahead, man. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Good. Good. I wish Sip was here to hear, was there to hear this, but I'm just, I've been okay. holding it in for a while, and I, I just, I just want somebody to ask Scott more about this Donovan Rayola hire. Okay. I mean, you look at all the other hires he made. Whipple was a little caught off guard, but hey, he obviously came from a really good offense last year. Developed a Heisman Trophy winner. Mickey Joseph, I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Brian Applewhite has gotten a five-star running back who averaged like seven yards to carry last year. And then you have Donovan Rayola, who came from the Chicago Bears, whose O-line was absolutely terrible. His first grad assistant job was in 2015 at Notre Dame, and he was there for a year. Then went to Aurora University. I don't even know where that is. And then magically got a job in Chicago, and now he's here. And it sounds like he met Donovan at one of Dylan's games and said, oh, wow, he's going to be great. Like they had a sat down, have a beer, and was a whim of a decision. But I don't know about you guys, but our offensive line, I mean, everybody knows that our offensive line was absolutely terrible last year. Turner Corcoran graded a zero in pass protection. Bryce Benhart graded a 30. We lost Cam Jurgens, And, oh, yeah, Nerdin DeWheelie's not playing this year either. But we hire somebody who has never even had full control over an offensive line unit, has never developed college football offensive linemen, and yet Scott Frost interviewed Jeff Quinn, who has 37 years of experience, Mm -hmm. has developed multiple offensive linemen draft picks, and let him walk away for a Rayola, which I truly believe is the reason why he's here. But anyways... Sorry to be negative, but I no, really want to learn more about this hire because I 
to this day. I've tried to talk myself into it, but I just do not understand it at all. Uh, thank you for the call, Cole. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess what I can tell you is that just wait and see how it goes. I mean, you, you, we can all be critical of things before mm-hmm. knowing how they're going to play out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Jeff Quinn was is the guy that Cole was referring to that had like experience in Notre Dame that people thought would be a great hire. But this this comes down to a lot. I mean, can can you coexist? Like, would That's would, true. would Jeff Quinn ex- respect Scott Frost? Like, if you if you feel like he's going to overstep you and not listen and comply, then that's going to cause some problems. And I'm not saying that's, that's like, that's, you know, that that's obviously not a good thing or, you know, he's obviously a very talented coach, but you don't want to have that kind of drama in the locker room. I'm not saying there would be necessarily, but the, the potential for that is out there. Whereas I don't you'd also want, you don't want a yes man, which I hope Donovan Rule is not a yes man, but, um, you know, it's obviously a tie to Dominic Raiola. They, they they still think they might have a chance at Dylan if they keep if they're patient in the long run. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I'm not going to sit here and bash Donovan Raiola before I see how the line looks with him there. Right, Nick? Is yeah, that I, I think so. Um, I mean, he also played college football at Wisconsin, um, so maybe there's a little bit of a connection there with the whole Big Ten conference and and maybe playing offensive line in a Big Ten conference um, as which is as we know is physical. Um, I also would say this, like Scott Frost is feeling the pressure, like there, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, and with uh, to piggyback what you said, Jake, like we're not going to know if this hire worked out until the fall, um, and and possibly until the end of the season. And losing a guy like Nuri definitely hurts. Um, and, and you knew coming in or coming off of last season that you're going to need guys to step up and. In all honesty, I was surprised that they weren't a little more active in the transfer portal on the offensive line, um, but they must feel good about where they're at. But going back to the whole idea that I mean, Scott Frost feels the pressure, and he understands that it needs to work this season or he will not be here next season. So right. if he's confident enough that Donovan Raiola is going to be be able to come in over any other name that was interviewed for the position, if he feels like Donovan Raiola was the best choice, then, I mean, unfortunately, Cole, I mean, I, I get your point. Like, I truly do. Um, but we kind of have to just go with it and, and say, well, we'll see how it all plays out. And, and maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, that at the end of the season, Nebraska's offensive line takes a huge step forward. Yeah, I mean, the, the big question that, you know, so he was the assistant with the Bears. He was not the yeah. the main old coach, and obviously that means you still have a, you you still have a faction. But maybe it wasn't like his his coaching was in the same you know I guess agreement with the regular coach. I don't want to speak to what things that are just potential rumors there, but the the question you have for Donovan is mostly can he recruit? I mean, development's mm-hmm. big. Can he recruit? What I, I like what I hear so far about him, you know, being the aggressor. Greg Austin said they kind of waited for what the defense did. I, yeah. I thought that was the most curious thing I've ever heard. And I don't know how you build a, a tenacious offensive line when they're kind of waiting at what the defense does. And I still have nightmares about Scott Frost in that first game saying they they came out on a different front <laughs> defensively. We didn't know what guessed to wrong. Do. I mean, how about you be the aggressor and take him out? I, mean, I know it's it's more it's not as simple as that, but. Um, yeah, I, listen, there, we have bit, a lot of questions for a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah. like you said, the, Scott Frost has the hottest seat of anyone in college football. No one's denying that. We all know. He knows that. Trev exactly. Alberts knows that. Nick Sanders knows that. Jake Sorensen knows that. Nobody's denying that in the state. There's a lot of questions. We, we It has to all go right for him to be back next year, and O-line is a big one. But that's that's why they play the games. See how we don't, don't call them 
don't don't mm-hmm. call it over before we actually get to see anything happen. I think it also is interesting. You talk to players, and and they loved the offensive line room last year. Loved Coach G, Coach Greg Austin. They they absolutely loved playing for that guy. Um, and they bring in Donovan Riola, and I I know there was some reservation. Just you know, are they going to mesh as well as they did with Coach Greg Austin? And by all early accounts, talking to players, they have, and they actually prefer his coaching style over Greg Austin's coaching style. And and knowing that there's a different philosophy being implemented to these guys in that room shows that, I mean, definition of insanity, Jake, is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. Absolutely. And and Absolutely. all we could ask Scott Frost to do over this offseason was to not do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. And that's what they've done. And so um, I, we just have to kind of be patient, which is hard for Husker fans, especially with a coach that's 15 and 29. And – just kind of be patient and hope for the best right now when it's July 26th. Yep. We are live in Indianapolis for Big Ten Media Days here on 93.7 The Ticket. The coverage is sponsored by Gary Michaels Clothiers and Ben Blanker, a professional realty group with BHHS Real Estate. When we come back, Nick will have song of the day, and we'll keep going for Media Days here in Indianapolis on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.